and we're recording. Ashwini, you are um, exactly the opposite time zone of me. I am in San Francisco. It is 9 a.m. Where are you? Yeah, I'm in uh, India. I'm in Bombay, in Mumbai, the capital of India, the financial capital of India, the hub of uh, film, entertainment, Bollywood. Oh, Um, yeah. It's It's where it's it's happening. It's happening. It's happening, yeah. It's like like, uh, the New York of India. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Have you lived there your whole life? Uh, no, for the last seven years, I am basically, my hometown is in Gujarat. It's a state uh, and my city is Ahmedabad. And I've been in Bombay for the last seven years now. So I moved uh, to this city because I wanted to do social media. Mm. And, I, and my background in bachelor's has have been engineering, which is mechanical engineering. And I then decided that, uh, um, so I used to, for that one month of vacation, every semester, I used to go to a call center for a job. And uh, eventually I decided that, you know, I am interested in marketing and I'm interested in getting to know how marketing works for anything. So uh, at the end of the engineering, there was a realization that, you know, oh, I don't want to do engineering. So and a lot of people, and I think it's uh, it's become a joke now that, you know, people who do engineering and eventually they end up doing something else. Uh, But... um, uh, you, if if you've read my writing, if you even you know assume what kind of person I am, I am. I have I've always made decisions which uh, which make me happy and peaceful and what I like to do in my life. So I was like, okay, engineering is done, but I want to explore marketing. And I did my post graduation in uh, marketing, and I took digital marketing uh, as my subject in the last semester. And I was like, yeah, I want to do brands. I want to do advertising. I want to do. I want to see what goes on on the other side of uh, advertising and agency. So uh, where I am from, which is a beautiful city called Ahmedabad, uh, the opportunity at that point of time was not, uh, you know, absolutely blooming at that point of time. And there were particular cities uh, still like a Bombay, Bangalore, Delhi, having those opportunities in a better way to start off uh, as, a, as, a, as a professional. But because my objective of starting that page was to spread positivity, optimism, always. So the, page, the name of the page was uh, always wish good and think positive. So I used always to wish, to, wait, what is it? Always wish, always wish good and think positive. Please don't always wish that. good and think positive. And so you were in college. You, this was in 2010. You said when you did this, uh, this was ideally in probably at yeah, 2007 to 2010, 2000. Okay. And so it's been 10 years since then. What, what have you been doing? You've just been building, you've been writing, like, do you work freelance with companies? Like how, how does it work for you? Okay. So, uh, at that point of time, I decided that, that, you know, I want to do marketing. I want to do digital marketing and I will have to move out of my hometown to, uh, get a relevant opportunity. So when I was sending those 60 emails every day, there were two companies who actually came out and gave me uh, a chance to come to Bombay and interview. So I was like, I, I was waiting that Bombay, Delhi, Bangalore, whoever calls me first, I'm going to go. And there. by the way, listeners, Bombay and Mumbai, same place. It is Mumbai now. We all call it Mumbai. <laughs> yeah. Okay, great. If it reflects like that. But because, you know, you have you heard about that quote, which says that, you know, Mumbai is a city and Bombay is a feeling. Have you ever oh, I love that. that yeah. It's a, it's a very famous quote where people say that because it used to be called Bombay and for right. certain reasons now it's called Mumbai. Uh, and but, for you, do you use Bombay just in certain situations when you think of it? Like, is it a, is it a conceptual thing? So if you see the, the heart is Bombay, the skin is Mumbai. It's always like that. <laughs> wow. The soul, the soul is Bombay 
and uh, the skin is Mumbai because it's it's. Uh, I, I I would like to elaborate on that because uh, Mumbai gives you a lot and takes even more than that. So if 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 I have to put my experience in one line, a lot of people would have said it in the past, but uh, it it takes a lot more than it gives. But uh, I'm always been grateful about all the opportunities, all the acceptance, all the kind of. Uh, you know the people there are in mumbai and i'm absolutely shocked because you know the kind of perception about mumbai is always it's a fast city right, and you're right. lost between you know millions of people and you'll have to make your presence felt or you'll have to you know struggle a lot and all of that and you'll have to wake up in 5 am in the morning and you'll sleep 11 pm in the night we'll have just 4 hours of uh, sleep and all so there was there was so many misconceptions before i moved here and i was everyone is you know uh, fearful of moving to a new city and you it's very new experience So when I came here, and I was like, hey, uh, you know, it's not that bad. And if you are in any city, move to any new city, it is a struggle for you. I know. First year, you get to know um, the roads, you get to know the people, you get to know the life, and uh, eventually, it's it's a two way thing that I accepted Mumbai. Mumbai accepted me, and uh, you know, seven years down the line, it's given me a lot. I'm really grateful. Uh, while I miss my family who is in Ahmedabad right now and always been, and my mother still after seven years every day calls me and say that you don't call me back, you don't speak to me, you don't spend time. With me. <laughs> How far away is that? How far away is your town? Your your family's think, town? By if you fly, it it takes an hour. That's it. But uh, by any other modes of uh, transport, it's around eight to ten hours. Yeah. Um. So, uh, I moved to Bombay at that point of time because I got an opportunity. I started off as a content strategist. And I was really happy to know the brand side of it, how it works, marketing, really exciting, fast city, so many people. The first day was a very, uh, it was a shocker because the culture was absolutely different from where I come. And uh, I was sitting like this, and there were one one person here, one person here, and all of them are speaking in a probably uh, an alien language to me because uh, it was a culture shock. and the way they converse the way they you know work the way they behave their body language and the way of their working it was it was too overwhelming for me at that point of time but I, were they speaking english was it all english no no so it was english it has always been multicultural the beauty of mumbai is that and any city every language say, yeah yeah every language every religion race caste everything yeah. i have been a person who have never believed in you know any kind of a race religion Colors, skin, anything. That I don't, I don't believe anything at all, and that's that's from my heart because I really love the the feeling of community, and I think that is why this call is also happening. Uh, without even knowing each other, it's 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 the vibe, it's the trust factor, it's the kind of you know the writing you do, the kind of content you put, the kind of the way you work. It's it's all it's all vibes at the end of the day. It's vibration. No, it's because when when it's I was all I, vibes I, at the end of the day. That is like a real beautiful Voyager line right there. I've got to say. even your your uh, your publication and your slack group when you when you say beautiful voyager the two very heavy words and light at the same time they make <laughs> you feel light but they are heavy right when you say beautiful it's like beauty and it there's so many definitions to it when you say voyager and it goes to wanderer and travel and it's so many you know the first meanings come out of it but um uh, uh it's it's why uh, i invisible illness has always be i've been a part of uh, invisible illness for 5 years now since i started uh, on medium uh and i've always been there and you know the 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 best part of it is that it's a safe space of course 
but the kind of people that run it the kind of people uh, uh, the kind of content and how people feel free to come and talk about uh, you know their experiences they write they're accepted it's very important to be accepted mm. in this in this in this very vulnerable world it's very important to be accepted and i think i think out of hundreds of publication invisibleness is one of those publications where people are accepted without being asked anything it's very it's very welcoming and 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 it's not about you know being here and conversing with you who is a part of invisible illness or this slack community it's just from my heart because i've worked with a a juliet i'm i'm sorry if i pronounce it wrong ryan Aran or uh, any other past uh, you know moderators of that these are uh, by the way what he's talking about are other editors on the invisible illness publication of medium so Juliet is an amazing uh, editor. Yeah. Ryan is a well-known editor on Invisible Illness. And yeah, everyone I mean, I is... Still, uh, I think I'm still new because I think five years back, I think, can you, can you uh, recall me some names from the very... Uh, um, uh, Meredith I, Arthur. Meredith Arthur is the only... There was there was Elizabeth Toby who created the publication. Yeah, I think, I think and I then did. it was me alone for years. Course, Meredith is... I don't even have to... <laughs> no, about that name. That's like given. Okay, yeah, that's done. Uh, then let's move on. But I, I think Ryan is. There the just was nobody part. else. That's why I love Ryan so much. Now, like, I'm not alone. Fabulous and now job. Maria and these other people. It's like amazing. He's done a fabulous job, and and, and I think uh, uh, even uh, you know, in between his of his varied views, point of views, and opinions, and what kind of content articles he writes. But but I think uh, he absolutely understands the objective and passion and the vision of me too. Uh, oh my goodness, me too. And it's hard to find. You never know. I yeah, mean, when he started, I didn't know, and now I'm like, he's amazing, and he totally gets it. Because I have seen, uh, you know, uh, Brian as a person. I'm like we have we have been chatting a lot. I've seen his articles, and he has a lot of opinions which are strong. His writing is beautiful, amazing, and he is one kind of a person who will always experiment and write different stuff. And I am always like, uh, bro. I have always have just one thing to do and clap on your stuff. I'm like, wow, too much inspiration. Yeah, that's that's been a great uh, journey on writing on Medium. I think I keep going on and off. And right now, uh, I have pushed myself to be on this conversation, even when you said that are we doing it or not, and when I blocked your calendar on this because I'm in an absolute uh, hectic stress uh, project mm. right now. Where uh, yesterday I had a very a long day because it was uh, it was a trailer launch of a show I'm uh, leading, which is oh, an entertainment TV show? TV show. Yeah, it's a TV show on Amazon. So, oh, really? Well, are we going to get to see it soon, or like how does it how does it work? I, uh, I, next Friday. Yeah. <gasps> Amazing! You're gonna have to put it in the Slack channel so we can find out which show it was. Yeah, you will. So, I do think, you uh, do a lot of um, like Amazon and other brands? launches in india is that like part of your specialty so I've, recently, uh, I've recently joined a marketing agency who uh, uh who amazon has a client on a project basis for shows and all and uh on on the uh the digital pr part of it it's, so you know what uh, one of my questions was how do you want to be a lighthouse for others see uh I think, uh, you know, when we say that, you know, even if you may bring a change in uh, one pe- one person's life, your your purpose of your life is, uh, you know, reached. I think when you come to a, uh, a definition of being a lighthouse, it's like it's an ongoing process. It's never going to stop at one person. It's never going to stop at a hundred person. It's never going to stop at thousand people. It's it's going to be the, it's going to be a way of life. And that that is something I've always been doing. If I have to be a lighthouse, I have to keep doing 
it may be of any capacity it may be of any potential it may be of just being of value in this moment if this one hour of conversation makes you happy for one day it's one one check for me so it's for making me so life. happy right now by the way i feel like you're so you're making me feel so good um just in terms of how you approach this thank you so much if i'm connected to that person and if i know that person is going through a lot on social media in real life or whatever reason if i have the privilege of reaching out to that person and making that person smile for one moment it's 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 my probably say a moral responsibility or accountability because i know i cannot do 100 people a day so so uh, coming back to your original question when it comes to being a lighthouse it's a way of life for me that i have to keep doing as much as i can so when it, when it comes to what heart i have it is about emotions it is about helping others it is about uh, being there for people who i can having such conversations where people can be healed just through vibes and words and being there for because there are a lot of people and as a community all of us know not this 300 people thousands of people on invisibleness people are pouring their heart out and i and i just you know it it's i'm i'm saying this i'm i'm having goosebumps right now the kind of suffering they have the the kind of the, the their mental health the mind state they have oh my god the world needs healing as fuck right now sorry for the language it is the world we needs have, healing as fuck so true we, so we true no idea how many people you know when when i when i feel uh, when i feel that i have no i don't have anything uh, which i need and i deserve because a human mindset will always say i deserve this thing why i don't why don't i have this the exact next moment i will say that I have i have thousands of people who don't have as much as i have and there are thousands of people that there would be you know millions of people who have more than me but there is only one way of looking at life to survive and exist and be happy is that still at this point of time i have a lot more than 50% of the people in the entire world and that is what keeps me grounded that's so wonderful thank you for sharing that is there any topic that you would like to speak about that you don't often get a chance to because i have never considered a country or a caste or a race or a person as something different from me i am a human you are a human it's it's just the appearance that the superpower has made different right at the end we are just a soul talking to a soul so i i really if i want to talk about something it will always be empathy it will always be compassion it will always be humanity that i will never stop talking about if someone gives me a chance to speak for 2 minutes i will always make sure that my i know that if even 10 people on your youtube channel will watch this i would want them to you know understand this as a recall as an existence as a survival that empathy is the only thing that will keep you going and that will you know help others to make the world a better place so do you never, remember a uh, moment ashwini where you like learned that i mean has this always been you or did something change or like what what helped you get there see but number one thing i would always like to credit my family where i am brought up the values my parents my grandparents my my entire extended family who has always been it's in the roots one thing it's in the roots two things is the hard experiences you have in life so first thing is yes my family i've been in a brought up in a beautiful family i have loving parents i have siblings i have a great extended family uh, you know who understands uh, how everything what i have as a thought process right uh, and 95% of my family is outside india they are 
across everywhere. Oh. There's in US, there's in Chicago, there's in uh, recently my sister moved to Charlottesville in uh, Virginia. Mm-hmm. 95% of mine is out of India. It's fine, but they carry the roots. They wherever they go, they are absolutely. They make their family. They make their circle, and it's it's not about even an India US. You know, it's about how you grow up and where you grow up. There definitely, definitely. There are normal families. There are. So the good part for me is that I grew up in India. I know my culture. Ninety percent of my family is outside India, so I have exposure to that culture. Oh also. yeah. And, and there is good or bad to everything. But I absolutely. know how, what choice I have to make. At least I have exposure of everything around the world, and I have I know what choice I have to make, which may, will make me my life easier and happier, and what I want to do in life. Yeah. Uh, um, but but it's in, really interesting that uh, internet has made the world a small you know it's made uh, the world a small place to be and connect with so many beautiful people around the world, have such conversations. I mean, uh, never would have thought that you know uh, I'd. Join a Slack group immediately, and then I'll know, uh, amazing. and I'll be on the third episode of this amazing show, and I'll be pouring my heart out like this. And it's really important for me because I've not have been having uh, a really good time in the last, uh, say, six months. It's been tough. It's been tough for everyone, but uh, you know, mental health never has one reason. Right. I know. Do you well, do I'm, you think of? Are you an overthinker? Absolutely. Absolutely. And and it has uh, created a lot of problems. Uh, it's just a lot of problems for me, a person who is feeling it and cannot express everything to anyone in the world who are even the closest person and will bother you till you either ignore it or you solve it or you get a closure. And you know closure is the most impossible thing of this life. I know, I know, I know. I totally know. Half of things you will never get closure in life. And I that know. Is, that is something which will bother overthinkers the most. I actually had a tough time accepting this fact, but as an overthinker, yes, emotionally it's draining because I'm a very emotional person. Yeah, and I was so stressed in life uh, that you know I'm aging and you know life is getting over and you know there's nothing good in life and all of that. And uh, due to this pand uh, this pandemic, in three four months I got long hair and one day I was looking at myself and I was like, oh fuck, I'm still young, bro. Yeah, so um, it's it's there's a lot of realizations in the lockdown in the. In the pandemic and in the way we, you know, um, uh, empathize with people. So coming back to empathy as one thing, I will will always keep going on and on and on. Please be kind to people. Please be kind. Do That's you the- find you're such an empathetic person? Do you find that you get a lot out of being empathetic too? Like, how, does it help you as well to feel better? At one point of time, I felt, uh, you know, that it was healing me too, as well. But not but as much now? You don't feel that as much now? Not as much now, because I think, uh, you know, we have this habit of finding faults in ourselves as well. Yeah. So I'll be like, you know, I'm not feeling uh, good because I have 100 things in my mind. And that's why being I know. able to now My book I'm is good. called Get Out of My Head because I, it's the hardest thing to do. Getting so out of I'm your head good. is the hardest thing to do. So I'll be like, hey, uh, you know, sometimes sometimes it becomes normal and, you know, it's 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 part of your nature that you are empathetic, you're compassionate, you do good for people and it becomes your nature. It's a habit. So, you know, when you have a habit, you form a habit and it becomes the new normal for you. But still the one good part is that at least when I will close my eyes and I'll pray two minutes for a Meredith who has a good life and is happy uh, all the time. And I, I feel that whatever struggles she's facing would, you know, she'll be happy for that. For that two minutes, I will feel that, yes. Uh, you know, okay, I'm calm. Okay, 
I'm doing good. It's fine. And good. I have the senses to think, to pray for someone's good, to you know, actually have the power to send vibrations thousand miles away, right away. And that is I mean, one doing. of the channels in the Beautiful Voyager Slack is is wonderful win, one D win, and the reason it's there is because if you really have to actively remember and put yourself in the feeling of something good you did. Yeah. And you know, it, it could be this conversation that I really enjoyed this conversation and this was so great, but just sort of saying to yourself, like, this was great. I enjoyed this. And you have to like, keep programming that. You know, but uh, my, uh, so that's a very, that's a very uh, beautiful point, which reminds me of one thing that also this realization when, when we, when I lead so many stories, probably even on an invisible illness or anything across the internet on mental health. One thing I feel that there are so many illnesses related to mental health and there, there are so many names to it. There are so many ways of being mentally ill, right? So I feel grateful that, you know, I am sad, I am gloomy, I may be depressed, but I know these parts of it. There are mm. hundred more illnesses oh, which yeah. I have no idea about and what people are going through. So I have to yeah. be thankful that I have lost my mind for a while but I can go back to normal. If I have two days, I will disconnect and take a break yeah. and I'll be normal. That is also a capacity and a gift which I have still right now to get back to a normal living. And that also 50% of people might not have. And it's, yeah. a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a very hard fact to accept and be grateful about life. And I think everyone who will watch this uh, video and can also realize as much as me that being sad, being lonely, being depressed or two or three things is just the tip of the iceberg, you will realize how much you have and how much you should be grateful for in life. And I'm not mm, being... I'm that's not so being, well put. That's so well put. When you start to understand like the full spectrum of experience and you can contextualize your own and it's not everything, yeah. you really start to get perspective. And that's the hardest part about mental, mental yeah. health in general is perspective. Yeah. I think about that with OCD a lot. Like... If you're a little kid and you have intrusive thoughts, like how much harder that is for people. Um, and, and imagine, matlab, uh, for a person like me, uh, till probably say the last year, I've never had anxiety. Well, how does it show itself, Ashwini? Like what happens to you that you know, like, oh, this is anxiety? You know, extreme uh, end of helplessness. Mm. The, uh, the not, the losing the control of, you know, not being able to not cry. Mm-hmm. you cannot stop yourself from crying at that point of time or probably you would want to just you know, put yourself in a room and just be like, you know, I don't want to face the world right now. And I've gone through this in the last past six months or one year and it's not about the global situation. Mm-hmm. It's about my own personal life or work-life stress or giving myself 200% to the workplace or my personal life. And, and it's crazy because anxiety is a word we will be using very normally. Like, I know. Uh, well, it's very normal, you know. Are it okay? Anxiety has them go. You do it. It's okay. It will be fine. It's not. Even when you say an OCD, I have become so conscious of the words I choose in my life right now, and I've been, you know, uh, educating about this to my own colleagues and my people in my family. Where it's not easy to say that it's just depression or it's just mental health or it's just OCD or anxiety or whatever it is. You have to be careful. You never know how those words or experiences are going Absolutely. to trigger. Absolutely. I mean, it's a spectrum 
and everyone falls in different places on the spectrum and interprets things differently. And, uh, and their relationship is so different. Like my relationship now is so different with anxiety than it was five years ago. Um, yeah. And, 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 and that person will never even come and tell you that it, you, you are this word particularly made me feel like that. Mm. Well, they'll just maybe have it inside. Have it inside and you will never know. I've learned so much about, so about mental health from reading the essays for invisible illness. It's amazing. I mean, the world of OCD in particular, I've learned so much and I, I so want people to understand. That's why I bring up intrusive thoughts because many people don't understand that that's, that's normal. If you have OCD, like intrusive thoughts are normal. And I, I just sharing these little bits of information is just seems is so important. My last question is always, what is your latest Wendy win? A Wendy win for me personally in a detailed explanation would be when I'm able to convince a person that I am safe space and you can talk to me and That's they, amazing. Start, they start speaking to me in length and I actually, you know, pay attention to it. I focus toward the problem is and try help them. And I also respond to them in a detailed manner and not like, you know, it's fine. It'll be happy. It's okay. You know, it'll be fine. I start to get into the mind of that person because they matter to me. And, and, and it's a, it's the biggest one day win for me ever. If I make someone comfortable enough to to trust me to come and talk to me in details about how they feel or what they're going through or what their problems is. I think there is no bigger an achievement for an emotional person, uh, who someone trusts and I know you know trust is such an abused word but when you come to look at the depth of that meaning the real trust the real truth I've got 10 friends who will you know not speak to anyone in the world in their life their friends their family anyone they will come to me and write me detailed messages and will wait for me and they will not have expectations for me to read or comment comment on it but they will trust me to pour their heart with uh, their heart out with me, and I think that's a that's the biggest. I can one. imagine that many people would do that with you. Yeah, and I think and, if people see this video, they'll feel the same way. <laughs> and I feel I feel it's good, and I feel you know fortunate enough to be the source of light for them, the lighthouse. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, thank you. I know you have so much work to do. I want you to get some sleep too. Yes, it's yes, ten I'm o'clock your time. Yes, um, yes, I'm, I'm gonna have, I cannot thank you enough for this. Thank you.